0: Anything I've seen, I've, I've liked, but I haven't seen that much. <laughs> the Pit and the Pendulum. All the Hammer movies.
1: Or oh, the, the, the weird poem about eating people or something. What is it? Vaco was showing me something. I can't remember. Hey, it's Strange Tangent Time. Well, yeah. Strange Tangents.
0: But, I mean, you're interested in what you're interested in, right? Well, <laughs> it, it, with... it
1: is the Wusos podcast, mm-hmm. and we always forget to let people know what we're doing. That's part of the... Part of the shtick, I Yeah, think. that's by accident, <laughs> but the first one. Well,
0: yes, and well, it's, it's, a, it's a nasty habit, is what I'll say it is. So, well, who are you? I'm Jason. And I'm Terry. And joining us today is the designer of Bentleyville, right? That's, or,
2: well, for the first 10 years. For the first 10, I, 10 years. Uh, Designing lights, but I'm, oh. I'm not, I don't want to discredit the team of hundreds
0: of volunteers that are One of doing it now but one of the, the <laughs> they're from the beginning who helped from the beginning yes among other things being a musician uh i wrote read from your instagram airbrush artist and graphic designer just an all-around good time barry percola barry
1: percola yeah and friend of the cafe because of designing the logo the Wusos logo oh and our sign, the the sign, the logo, Barry designed that. And the previous name, he also designed the... the
2: here from the beginning.
1: Here from the beginning. Much like I was here yeah. from the beginning. We, we used to telemarket market together at Finger Hut. And uh, Barry drove a El Camino with oh. reservation plates and a topper. Wow. And I had an old 76 Jeep. And we'd show up at 8 in the morning and drink all the crappy coffee we could and try to... We, we did two telemarketing jobs. We went from Finger oh, Hunt to Customer and Link. When that broke for the day, we would go
2: over to Customer oh. Link. Ugh. But, you know, John Kale said if you get into a tight corner, you'll figure a way out, maybe a creative way. And you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was with you at the same time. I'm going to make a coffee shop and it's going to be a concert cafe as well.
1: Yeah. And then that's when we were on break or 15 minute break. Time to the second. We'd t- brainstorm ideas. I'm like, Barry, will you make a mural? And uh, so we brainstormed this mural idea. Well, we it, you, we you know had original mascot, which was a... Mr. Beaner.
2: Yeah, Mr. Beaner. He was the a Scott guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Drew, we'd draw pictures of him and stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you know. I think we did Everybody some that.
2: else was smoking cigarettes, but that was what we did.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everyone went into the... What would you call that? It, uh, one little glass room... With like 30 chain smoking. The terrarium. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're
2: allowed to smoke in an enclosed space indoors, which you can't do anywhere anymore. But when you have one of the worst jobs in the world, (laughs) I mean, you want to cut those people a slack burger, you
1: know? (laughs) Yeah. Here's unlimited soda, and you can go in here and puff down terrariums. There's many days I'd go in and huff the secondhand smoke just
2: to get through another hour of taking dead calls.
1: Yeah. I I got so bored, I started hanging up on purpose. What is it, F13 or whatever it was. It was a button. It was like if if someone answered the phone, it's like, who the hell is this? I'd be like, hang up. Yeah, <laughs> or if I was really, I, I read a 600-page book about how to open a coffee house while I was working, and I would be really into it sometimes. I'd just start hanging up on people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, dead calls and cold calls, yeah. At least with the uh, the one place, we were calling people that were expecting the call. But, you know, sometimes they weren't. But that was the miserable place that it all started from. Things turned out pretty good in the end.
1: Yeah, we escaped, and uh, I felt bad for some of those people. I don't think they were going to be there for till it was over. I well,
2: if the, everybody was there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Just got out of jail, got divorced. Yep. You had to have a job. Yes. But, you know, about <laughs> the time that Jason started his coffee shop and was working with his family to get the space and the remodeling and everything i started a, a lifestyle change job became a graphic designer well started in the print shop and i worked very close so when things got started i would do lunch hour sets of playing my guitar and then
1: yeah yeah at the, at the I, very beginning barry worked at advantage emblem which at that time morgan park with morgan park oh. And uh, he'd come every Friday for I think seven years. Yep. On uh, every Friday at lunch and get an espresso and a muffin and jump up and play like an hour awesome. for lunch break and then go back to and work. Then go back to work. Yeah. yeah, it was super cool. So we stayed connected, and then he needed
2: t-shirts. Well, my company I work for had uh, you know one of the highest volume screen printing operations in town. So, and I eventually got into the art department. So I started designing the signage and the silk screening and various other things
1: actually you made our first shirt too i did the the, the speeding ticket but i only had a double mocha and
2: G- a guy on a scooter
1: oh you made that one that was a f- when my scooter got stolen yeah, you made that scooter, scooter got stolen oh. that was a bad day find your own scooter ride <laughs> that old adventure <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: i forgot all about that's those on the classic years well i guess that's why we wanted to talk about stuff because he has some
1: history yeah, a lot of stories. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the The studio that's here that we're in right now, the very first recording was the Owls, Right. And it, before we put the studio in the basement, right. Dan Dresser bought, and we talked about this in the Dan Dresser one, he bought the computer we're still using, <laughs> if you can <laughs> <Right>. believe it. <laughs> From my, Wait, <laughs> cr- crawling along. The cheese grater. Yeah. The, the G2. Because yeah.
2: besides having the solo show, I was always trying to get some kind of a three piece rock band to get a little traction around town. And after a while we had the Hoodal band which was featured luckily at Jason's place. It gave us a venue and eventually we recorded there. But Jason just we didn't know what we were doing. You know, they got the software <laughs> recording equipment and no, we didn't, know. didn't know what we were doing. But we got lucky because Dan dresser did finally just did an overnight mix on it, and it actually turned out pretty good. It still sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alien Scrapyard was the name of this. It's, it's a great album, name. actually. It's yeah. really good. Is it out anywhere? Can you? I still have a lot of copies of it because it's
1: not online. You can't stream it. Uh, I
2: think CD Baby put uh, put it up on uh, YouTube. So if you put in Alien Scrapyard, again, oh yeah, you'll find it's it. pretty good.
1: Actually, check that out. Check out
2: the Who of Alien Scrapyard. When they. Down on our small town, a glowing in the
1: ground. So, that, that was the beginning of the recording studio that happened. That was the first thing that ever was recorded. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: and that, that's this I mean, like this very room, right? Like... No, it
1: was in the conference room upstairs. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. And they then, then
2: so. we did uh, when the fractals, the next band, oh yeah, it was getting traction. We did uh, Death by Fender down Death here. by
1: Fender in this in this little oh, studio. Okay. Right. Yep, and that's a really good album. You know,
2: and we, we're just recording ourselves for our own enjoyment and and for just to have something to offer people at the show. Kind of a vanity press thing where you pay to publish your own book. So with the Alien Scrapyard, you know, I ordered 1,500 CDs thinking (laughs) it's going to sell a gazillion of, well, they're still holding up my bed. (laughs) We only bought 500 of the second CD, the Fractal's Death by Fender. Well, those sold the first week, and so there are no copies of that left. Isn't that
1: funny? Yeah. I still probably have uh, five. You dream really big, and you, <laughs> you, think, you, you think you're
2: in a giant pond, and it's just a fishbowl, <laughs> I and mean, there's a couple other fish in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But big dreams. You know, see, Jason had that, you know. You, your big dream of doing this certainly got me out of the doldrums of that, where we started,
1: you know. Oh, I'm happy to get out. Happy to get out of there. Back when we were telling Marketing, Barry was also, his side gig was uh, airbrushing and fixing and doing like classic cars because his dad was super classic car oh. guy, and he would like redo the like the Firebird on a you know repaint the Firebird on a
2: on the hood of a Trans yeah and, and all
1: this custom stuff
2: oh yeah and I did murals on garage doors that was the thing I got into for a while you know and yeah mostly it was people that own classic cars so I would do portraits for their classic cars on their garage doors because I could do cars really good you know so I
0: talk I don't know how to do cars at all. Cars
2: is a lot like drafting, you know. You have to think about perspective and all that stuff, yeah. you know. And, but the cool thing was that led into the greatest painting gig of all, which was Jason put an eight by eight foot mural for his stage here at the Concert Cafe at Wussles, and I got to do that over the course of a year. And I that was so as the coffee shop was building,
1: and we were dreaming it up and like picking all the you know
2: the musical artists that it's would like, be gotta on Got to
1: have, uh, got to have Louis Armstrong. Got to have. Got to have Jimi Bob, Hendrix, Bob Marley. Yeah, got to
2: have Frank Sinatra. Got to have all the. So that was. And a, then I like that
1: the you know the the smoke coming out of the pipe turns into the flames into Jimi Hendrix. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was 1999. Yep. And that was I
2: remember, I did it in in sections of particle board in my uh, bedroom, and then I brought them down and connected together, and then painted the pieces together. And the night I finished was, when George W. Bush. The Election results came in (laughs) for him winning the presidency over. Just can't remember his name now.
0: Al Gore. Yeah, Yeah. thank you.
2: That was such a big deal, but I just kind of remember that. That's my. I don't have bad memories of the election. I have a relief of remembering I'm done with this dang
0: mural. (laughs) That's funny.
1: Well, (laughs) politics back then seemed so. You know, crazy, but now they're really they crazy. Won't so it, it's just yeah. like that, that seems so tame. It <laughs> does now.
0: <laughs> you should do another mural just to make yourself feel calm again. I know, and at least did, at the end
2: of it. And what did W end up doing in his retirement? He became a pretty dang good painter. He did.
1: Yeah, he yeah. paints
2: wonderful paintings.
1: Yeah. Huh. Odd. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, God, after being president, I, I'm sure I'd want to just hide and chill out. And it's a job nobody wants. Good. I don't think he wanted it. I wouldn't want it. <laughs> no, no way. No. You could not get me to do it. No way. I'm no. a guy that everybody hates, no matter what. No right? way.
0: Yeah.
1: Terry for president.
0: Oh, see, there we go. Now that's an idea we can get behind. Uh, I've got, I've got so many good ideas. Um, I have, I have a document somewhere deep in the Google Drive that has all sorts of dumb ideas. And well, like more...
2: combining the states, or you know, you know, no, it's like you take the bad states and make just kind of like one big better state, or.
0: They're really more like personal grievances. Um, oh, so if I was king, sort it, of a basic, thing. Basic. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I hear you. We need, you know, a dictator might straighten some of this stuff out, right? Sometimes we need a firm guiding hand.
2: That's right. Someone to make yes no decisions without pandering to everyone to make them happy, exactly. right? You just say, this listen, you, you'll be.
0: like it better when I'm done. That's right. what I think. All you know. toilet seats will be up. All so, toilet right seats will be up. Right across the board. <laughs> Yeah, just take off the top seat. We don't need it. That's right. <laughs> we'll all be much more flexible when
1: we're used to squatting. Which one are we trying?
2: Um, this is Ritasca, which is Clock Hall Brewing Company, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. It's a amber rye ale.
1: This is uh, the unofficial sponsor. They yeah, they are
2: not actually sponsoring it is worth noting <laughs> well we'll give them a good plug because the double ipa that we had is a good which is the lion's courage is about eight percent it was probably one of the best double ipas i've ever well, had
0: there you go that's a ringing endorsement <laughs>
2: The only reason we're having libations is I insisted. I just got off work, so yeah, uh, yeah. all I can see are stoplights it's, and tail lights.
0: I wonder if people. It would be funny to listen to this in early in the day because I feel like the show generally has like a yeah nighttime hanging out after work uh, drinking with your buddies kind of kind of vibe to it. Oh, good. I thought I was really gonna be. No, no, no. You're fitting right I in. T- Pin down and ask some hard questions. No. I, have. I told well, Barry
2: like,
1: like if uh, I can think d- of them. We were gonna maybe do this at eleven in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Barry's like, oh. That doesn't really sound fun. And I'm like, oh, how about eight o'clock at night? Oh, that sounds better. Way better. Way <laughs> better. I give
2: Rytaska the beer uh, four skulls out of five. Four Excellent. skulls? Skulls. That's my rating system. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's a good one. It's pretty malty. It is malty. It's
2: very filling. I don't think I could finish a whole can of that, but uh, it's, it's delicious. It's
1: nice. It's a good hey, It's It's spot on for the time. It is. This is a seasonal this is the season for this beer. There's not what I was expecting. So many rye beers are so This is we're getting way off course here. We're i filming a beer I could really talk about well, beer a long time. You do like beer? <laughs> I do. So there we go. It's relevant then.
0: And you know, and it's it's a local. musician liking beer. Weird. <laughs> I know. know. someone like
2: Sometimes a guy's got to loosen up to play though, you know. <laughs> there you go. Finger ease doesn't always cut it. I know. I've watched guys for 25 years that just be sliding off the stage and get the guitar on them and plug in and bam they're in command of the universe you know
1: i've seen some friends i I don't know how they could play literally like you just had 15 beers (laughs) (laughs) and now you are killing it how is this possible yeah i always thought those guys were
2: just because they were a couple years older than me had learned something i hadn't learned but
1: I don't
0: They're know. built differently. That's what I think. Yeah, I think yeah.
2: everybody's brain's differently. Like yeah. some people just, you know, can't do any cannabis, you know. I'm, oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm more... one of those people, you know, that turns me into a paranoid idiot and I run off into the woods. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people that way. Some people, they focus and they become a scientist, you know. Yeah. I'm not just driving, I'm studying driving. That's so... <laughs> all.
0: Yeah. I've always accepted I'm a cartoonist and that's about the long and short of it. Yeah. Whenever, whatever that means to, to the, whoever hears that, that's, yep, that's what I am. So if they think I'm some idiot who draws doodles and silly people, that's, yep. Or if they, I don't know, if they think it's more sophisticated than that for some reason, sure, I'll take it. When are you going to get a real job? How many times real have you job, heard that? Dude, How many times have
1: you heard Terry,
2: that? Terry, don't, <laughs> don't get a real job. Real jobs suck. I, I The reason do, you have a real job is, you know... If you're attached at the hip and so forth, you have to be responsible. Or if you've bought something you can't afford, yeah. so don't do that. You know, don't get the giant Tahoe or the Escalade, because oh. <laughs> then you'll have to get a real job yeah. to keep it.
0: My job doesn't feel like a real job. I work at, at the, with the historical society, and sometimes it's just it's just like looking at old stuff. So, oh, well, not, it's a little more than that. That's but. a wonderful thing to but do. But it is. I'm it's a good at. job. I like it. Barry's
1: way into collectibles. In oh. my opinion. And, and history in general, I feel like. I am.
2: I am my my thing is, I have oh. a giant collection of seventy rpm, yep. 78 RPM records, and which were records. the original standard format before. You know, LPs are real popular now, but they used to come in a 10-inch format, 78 RPM, one song per side, and there were two pieces of lacquer pressed between a piece of paper. So I have this mountain of these things I've collected over the years, and they're all from, well, Late 30s to early 50s. Uh-huh. And, uh, you, of course, have to re- have the right phonograph to play them on. So over the years, I've been collecting wooden phonographs with turntables in them and refurbishing them so they p- make these scratchy records sound good.
1: Barry had so many unfortunate fire. I remember that. Fire number two. God, oh. He had a, a little apartment that was like, I mean, you probably had 10 vintage record players, record players, in players like yeah, in this little apartment. Hartman and You know, the funny
2: thing was that the only thing that survived were the 78 RPM records because even if the fire got up to 500 degrees, the paper burned off, but they didn't melt, whereas the vinyl, you know, all puddled and scorched. Really? So, you know, a third of my collection has some smoke damage on there. You just get out the rubbing alcohol, boop, 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 It really works still? Yeah. Huh.
3: Impressive. Not
2: perfect, some of them, but... Yep. The thing was, when I was collecting them back in the 90s, there were a lot of good 78 records, even in this area. But since the antique market and eBay, they're they're all gone. So I have a big stash of things I haven't even listened to, and I've just been pulling them out little bits by bits. And That's finding... why
1: you hide out in the woods now.
2: I do. You do. I am completely entertained.
0: <laughs> that sounds
1: lovely. <laughs> no, it, it does sound lovely.
2: Well, Duluth is a great town. Well, Luth so has grown, is so springs you know it's grown so much even since when you know you, you first started the the cafe here you know it's it's really big but it was time to get a, get away from that you know and have a little
1: solace yeah
2: you know sprawl is what it is and...
1: well you're you're on stage you're the extrovert but <laughs> you're right I'm not I'm not that way we... <laughs> you, you you have the very gracious side but there's a breaking point that uh I I luckily avoid but I, that was maybe I, I, earlier I've... on. I'm better now, but <laughs> I still when I
2: get on the guitar, I put it on like even here. and I come out of the on the stage like a boxer coming out of the corner, not to make battle with other guitar players, but to get people to react. And it doesn't matter what type of music I'm playing. I, just, I want people to dance or tap their feet or, or react to it, you know, cuz there's nothing worse than being the background noise to, you know, people at a, you know, a beer pub that are bringing strollers in to meet their so the grandparent parents can meet the babies and stuff, you know. Because there's a lot of venues I was playing towards the end there before I kind of retired. Where it was like, wow, I'm playing for family dining now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I don't want. So play my for music would dining. fall on a flat yeah. ear. But here, I put on the guitar, I'm ready, ready to play.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I haven't been here since April. What? My last
1: show. You always could have a. You always could come out of hibernation. Just. If, 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 if
2: Twenty-five you do. years of trying to gig up in Duluth. That's tough. <laughs>
0: But so as an artist, though, are you ever gonna actually properly re- retired? Like, are you actually like done, or d- could something like a random pop up show here still happen? It could still happen. But what's kind of happened is, um, just like we're talking
2: about, you get in an uncomfortable corner with like the telemarketing. I had to take a real job here so I can have insurance and those mm-hmm. sort of things. So I had to put it away for a little while, and I live far away from Duluth, an hour away, so. The time compromise kind of gets in the way, so something had to give. So it's still waiting. I still have all my art supplies and I still have all my music supplies, but what I what's changed now is when you had the computer and you got the DAW and you got the the Pro Tools and everything, and that's very opaque and really hard for somebody who's not technical to get into. If you're reading the manual, you know, you can't just find your way through that. Well, things have changed a little bit. I bought an eight-track recorder that has a lot of that software already in it and the drum loops and everything so we're trying to record yourself with a laptop and pro tools it's pretty hard unless you're a computer geek now they've kind of simplified it a little bit they've taken the old cassette recorder eight track made that digital and put a lot of the software in there in simpler blocks
1: you're making me think of jeff james o'laughlin right now
2: yeah so <laughs> it's 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 different i'm not going to i i really i'm a i like to perform and play guitar But since it's not really possible now, at least I can record. Now recording, for anybody that wants to do it, it's getting easier. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have to be such a technical buff to do it or go to someone else to have them do it for you. So I just bought a recording machine out of the blue and found out that a lot of the headaches people were having you know, in the last 5, 10 years, they're they're starting to smooth some of that out. It's moving away from the, the laptop and the hard drive into portable units i guess and so there, some good timing there's, there's
1: so many things out there oh the
2: technology that's what i where i work you know the younger guys uh, in their in the late teens and early 20s are like everything's really really that much better in the in the good old days and i said well no i said for one thing you guys have technology now and you take it for granted. We had no technology. No technology. <laughs> <laughs> so to us, it's just all, all just amazing. And even when I don't pay attention to it for a couple months, it's even more amazing than it was the last time I took oh, a look at what people were doing. Yeah. So.
1: yeah, just like what a phone can do. It's like a phone can take a picture and then you can make things disappear out of that picture. With
0: Nowadays, literally the click of a button. Yeah.
1: And it's like, okay, I compared to black and white photography where you have you have this film and you shoot it and then you go to the dark room and hopefully you don't expose it and wreck the film and then you you physical
0: grains of silver or whatever yeah
1: and then and then it which it's fun and you know toxic chemicals and you know dip 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 and stop and go and then then you project you know all this all these steps and and then at the end it's kind you know i mean it's cool it's super fun i i love doing black and white photography it, it was really fun but what's crazy is the newest iphone takes unbelievable photos like oh, know. unbelievable and definition people like, take
2: digital photos and now they will have them physically printed on gelatin paper or on canvas so that they re- resemble the analog yeah, you know? yeah
1: di- well that's like digital recording too you you record it so pristine and then you muddy it up by rolling it on the tape and you you hit it into...
2: You need analog equipment to round the corners and to mush all the square waves and make it more palatable to the ear. Just like photography needs to be more softer to the eye.
1: Yeah, because I can't stand high-definition TVs when I see them. I I know that's what everyone loves, but like if if you stop in a bar and they have a high-definition TV, it's like...
2: where I live, minimum of seven TVs in any bar. I miss the old cocktail lounges. Ugh! Can you imagine going someplace where there's no TVs? No, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. dark wood, the giant <laughs> mirrors, and then rows of like high-end booze. As far as I can see, well, well, no, nice
1: across stuff. the street actually. Oh, the yeah. The Jade could, Phone, yeah. They, that's, actually, oh,
0: really?
2: that's, that's actually. Hey, there's a good plug. Something I didn't know about.
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a great. Place. No TVs. Yeah. Dark.
1: Tons of great high-end booze.
0: Yeah, highly recommend going there. Actually, yeah. The giant TVs.
1: Oh, you just. It's fine. You just endorse. I, I don't mind it actually. That was
0: that was a point I meant to make earlier, is I, I'm happy to support local other local businesses. In the last episode I when I was plugging my grandma's book. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I ever mentioned that on the podcast that I Linda you was did. my grandma, but No, eh, you whatever. didn't. Um <laughs> plugging your book, I mentioned you could get it next door at Zenith. So um, there you go.
1: It is December, and and I, I guess I'm I'm not positive about the Bentleyville thing. Maybe I'm yeah. missing. Do you do you, do you not design? You design like the the lights, right? Well,
2: yeah. And what the what, only explain, disclaimer? Explain I was,
1: that part of what you do, though.
2: Oh, well, what I did, and maybe a little less up till now, was. All the lighting displays you see, which down at Bentleyville are wonderful characters made out of a steel rebar uh, welded together with lights taped around them and everything. that all kind of has to be laid out uh, graphically on a computer and then scaled up to size. And uh, so I, I kind of do the technical work of they give me an idea or an image they want. And, you know, how can you make this into a 2D flat thing so that can be physically built? And uh, also, how big do you want it to be? A be-
1: 2D flat thing?
2: Yeah, because the lights are, you know, if you think of a, a metal fence, they're basically a metal fence with lights. Oh, they're on. not
1: really 3D. They're some of flat. them are
2: tunnels and some of them are spheres, but very few. Most of them are just a 2D flat thing, sort of like a cookie cutter oh, okay. uh, with lights strapped to them. Oh, okay. And not only do you have to make them flat but look like they have depth on the little computer. We have to think about how do you reduce it to the minimal number of lines and all this BS. But I don't have anything to do with the, the creative ideas of it. That's Nathan Bentley and his committee of people, the volunteers that run. They tell you what we want. want.
1: We want, these people these characters this year hey, or we want
2: local landmarks like you know Inger tower or the lift bridge and you know then it's up to me okay can i add flashing to this like with lift bridge make the uh you draw it all out yeah so and i do it with vectors on the computer so it's it's point to point line to line and uh you know perfectly even both sides and then i have to vector
1: because then you can scale it
2: right yeah and then you also have to figure out okay how how big do they want it? Well, typically things are 26 to 40 feet long, maybe some things 80 feet long. So then how tall is that going to be? And you can't really exceed a certain height before things start to wobble over. But anyways, that's Do you need a
1: hurricane test on any of these?
2: (laughs) Wait, hurricanes do blow through Bayfront, and I can tell you this because (laughs) when I played (laughs) Elphist...
3: Down there, excuse
2: me. You'll
1: have to explain that.
2: Elvis was a sort of, uh, if Elvis was an elf who came down from the North Pole who played Christmas songs, and that was me dressed in a jumpsuit with a big hollow-body ES295 <laughs> guitar out in the cold. At the original Bentleyville. In an Esco, an and S- then it, when it moved up to uh, Munger, the Munger area, and now it's at Bayfront, and we would perform outside in the cold. Now, well, if you've been to Bentleyville, they have fire pits to keep you warm. Well, sometimes when that wind, that hurricane wind would come through the bay, we'd be playing, the wind would hit those fire pits, and it would just be sparks and smoke, and I'm playing in the middle of this. My fingers are freezing, my feet are freezing, my clothes are soaking wet, it's cold, and I'm getting hit with flaming hot shards of birch.
0: But that probably (laughs) looked super
2: cool. It did, and kids loved it. Yeah. (laughs) So it's all <laughs> worth it. It was they for a say, while. Beauty is pain. And did, 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 are. You, <laughs>
1: was, did you play at the very, very first Bentleyville?
2: I did. Bentleyville originally was just like, you know, Nathan Bentley is like the greatest Clark Griswold character there ever was. He loves Christmas. And this was his baby. He turned his little uh, love for Christmas lights and Christmas in his yard into the, the best and biggest nonprofit there has ever been in town. And it put Duluth... On the map you know nationwide for but ba- originally it was just at his house and he was running off you know 220 volt uh box off his house and of course eventually that all grew year after year people came and people came and people came and,
0: and uh, you can learn all about this at actually at the depot right now there's an exhibit all about it. 20 year anniversary a, yeah and it's there's some information in there like there's one document that's uh features some letters uh, from people who had lived there, and they were really annoyed about how oh, all yeah. the street was full of, of other people's cars. And if, you know, if, like an ambulance needed to get through, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to get everyone. Was- That's because the second
2: Bentleyville was in Munger and it was on a uh, uh, dirt cul-de-sac. So, you know, the road went down and there was a loop at the end. Well, attendance had become so large, it was like Woodstock. Cars backed up as far as that. I could see, no one could get in or out. But, you know, he found solutions to that, and that was to make people park in a lot and bus them in. You know, he he's really good at brainstorming these things. He's never gave up. He loves that thing. That's his baby. So I can only speak so much about what I did there. You know, <laughs>
1: but you—that's a cool. It's just a, such a cool part, and it, it, it's cool because I mean I've always loved all your art. So. When you see characters down there and designs down there,
2: the stuff I drew up on the computer, you know, the was things they wanted me to do in in their ideas. But like the dinosaur land, you know, I had to kind of figure out how do you make a pterosaur flash in 2D little segments sort of like a cartoon and make it look like it's flying and things like that. The only problem is I I can't go down there anymore because after so many years of playing as Elphus, I got really sensitive to the cold. Oh, yeah, I immediately get like arthritic and i can't i know nathan would love me to come back as elvis for the 20th anniversary i just i can't do it plus i'm too fat to fit in a
1: jumpsuit (laughs) that's funny because i just watched the elvis movie last night yeah fat elvis they didn't really show fat elvis too much just like this very sad end of did you see it Elf. Did you see
2: the, the, the biopic that's out you mean that just came out? It's like on it's like the new newest
1: Elvis. Yeah, the movie. new Elvis biopic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really excellent. It, it's pretty good. Yeah.
2: And as a music fan and, and as a music I'm an fan, Elvis fan, it, yeah, yeah. it was excellent. I you know, I squirted out a few at the end. Yeah. I couldn't me too. help it. Yep. It was very sincere. Yep. But that's in my the music business. dark, tarry hallway in there. It's always that it's way. Isn't it? Well either
1: you're like, Why can't I make it or it's like, why have I made it? Like there's never. (laughs) I think I think
2: that gets misunderstood. I think if you had as much money and as much fame as you possibly could have, and no one to say no to you, like Elvis would, you would have a great time. And then you you might get tired of some things and get bored.
1: You know, I just think it's dangerous. Uh, mm.
0: It would be dangerous for me to it, be. Well, it was dangerous for some people around Elvis. I like, I think yeah. it would
1: be dangerous for me to be in a Elvis situation
2: for sure. Well, you know now everyone has personal assistants if they're famous and they, you know, keep a, doors on keeping bad people in and out and keep track of your money. But back then, you yeah, have being a rock star with Jimi Hendrix. It's a dangerous lifestyle. Yeah, unless you have someone helping you looking i, for I
1: you. think in general it's a dangerous lifestyle just because uh i i was so entranced by it for so long and, and still sort of um but it's you get your tour blinds on you're, you're it's like you, it's like
2: everything what world are you coming from i've always just been a stinking bar musician that's all i ever <laughs> wanted to be like uh, drunk people dancing having a good time I never, I never worried about anything. No, no, just I worried a- about that bottle not, uh, that bottle coming through. Oh yeah, and yeah, wire yeah, at me. me. <laughs> that that was my experience. Or, or falling onto the stage
1: <laughs> and the the mic stand busting through your guitar. Hey, that happened well, it, at it, that happened at Bentleyville. It, it happened. This happened to me for sure. Bust your tooth. You know, someone falls on the mic stand. Hey, back breaks ba- your tooth off. To Bentleyville.
2: The first, the second Bentleyville at his house up in the Munger. There, we set up Elvis, and we had him in the garage right mm. and we we're going to make a big presentation so we put in a bunch of those fog machines we filled the garage with smoke and all of a sudden we put a drum roll on the PA and the and the door opened right and the smoke comes out and I come out as Elvis, and the band's rocking away and we're doing have a holly jolly christmas or something right. stupid like that yeah. well the temperature it would have done this famous thing where this arctic air mass had come through and it had gone from 15 above to like 9 below so we go out there, right? Polar vortex. The the, the the paraffin smoke from these smoke machines turned to snow. It all fell to the ground. All the equipment froze solid. <laughs> I'm singing the second song. I bumped the microphone. The microphone stand hits the ground. It shattered. <laughs> all the metal rods in the microphone stand oh, turned to pieces, goodness. the hinges, everything. And my dad was there. And he's like... <laughs> It's too cold, son. You maybe you should call <laughs> off the show.
0: I'm like, no, it's badly. No, gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. Most important end of the year. Yeah.
2: By the way, those those uh smoke machines are really bad for you.
3: Oh. Yeah,
2: the third time that we did that and we uh opened the garage door and the, the smoke came out. We couldn't breathe because we didn't realize it's candle wax, you know. <laughs> we coated our lungs. <laughs> but, yes. Oh no. Anyways, that was just be a another Bentley, action loss. Just one someday. of the many the Bentleyville stories.
1: It was. We still had fun. Do you have photos of that?
2: Oh yeah, they were turned into Christmas
1: cards. So you know, oh, and the, do, do you don't, have one handy? Do you think?
2: Yeah, I can give it to you. Yeah. Okay,
1: if you think of it, on send it to me, and we'll we'll yeah. put that in uh, in in when we release yeah. this uh, podcast on the. Possibly on Uh, this
0: one will come out on the first Tuesday of the month, month, like it's supposed to. (laughs) Yeah, the the
2: point would be though that Bentleyville now is the best that it could ever be because of technology. (laughs) Getting back to that,
1: (laughs) this is so (laughs) fun.
2: You know, I was originally the sound engineer too, and he (laughs) wanted to have music in every part of Bentleyville in the trees, the walkways, the paths, and this was before Bluetooth.
1: So when you would wire all the speakers, I had
2: like 35 to 50 speakers
1: and everyone would steal and I had to
2: wire Mm -hmm. them to one sound source. Oh, no. And anybody that's an engineer, you know, you're trying to get the resistance so it doesn't drop below four ohms, you know. So I had to get a hold of a friend of mine who was engineer, he's like, oh, it's series and parallel. So do this little map for me. So I'd mount all the speakers and then I have to connect miles and miles of of two piece wire speaker wire. In hope at the end when I connected it, Whoa, there would be sound. And, of course, there never was. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have to noodle it through because what I found out, it was bunny rabbits have to chew to wear down their teeth. So... The whole time I'm hooking this up, the rabbits are right behind me chewing the wire, so I'm constantly yeah. chasing them away. And it wasn't so bad in Munger, but when it moved to Bentleyville, like I said, this is before the Bluetooth. The Park Point bunnies. The Park Point bunnies were out, and so I would get I get a call. Barry, they're not working again. Come on down. And oh, the worst no. was the opening, you know, the grand opening, the first grand opening at Bayfront. You know, he was ready to, like Clark Griswold, plug in the wires and everything, light up, and the music was going to go off, and, of course, there was nothing. Oh no! So there I'm running around the flashlight. <laughs> oh yeah, Robert chewed this. Robert chewed that, and finally get it going together, and you know, this
1: is too much. This
2: but is... now, of course, now you won't have any disappointment because I think most of the speakers are in that giant Christmas tree, and it's all Bluetooth, you know. So they don't need me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The... His ideas were just ahead of the technology then the yeah. technology caught up. Oh, well, no, that's,
1: that's just the way you used to do it. I mean, yeah. it's like everything was heavy and hand You know what that and... much
2: speaker wire makes with speaker wires or speakers, which are magnets? Antennas. So even when the music yeah. was off, I was picking up AM oh, no. through those things <laughs> so I'd have hate talk coming through them, you know. Hate talk. It's Pete and Les, you know. <laughs> Why is football so offensive now? Oh, all the <laughs> dancing... Nathan's like, Can you turn that off? I'm like, I am like, can not No actually. No. It's, it's got a flamethrower on the hill. The <laughs> antenna's blasting blasting signal it's coming over your speaker wires, but like I said now it's it's on Bluetooth, so.
0: so
2: is there no way to cover the wire enough to
0: keep rabbits out.
2: the thing was we tried (laughs) to string it up into the trees above the ground and that did work but it had to go back to a central unit which you know at first was a cd player and then was an (laughs) mp3 player after that they really
1: started with a cd player yeah i had a multi like
2: a 24 disc cd player you know and then
1: what was the Amp? Some massive amp, or like a not a home
2: stereo, obviously. I, I don't really remember, but it started out with you know a home stereo thing, and then it went to a powered rack unit. You know, yeah. so you have unlimited power, but you're still getting this tricky situation unless you're really good at math. You're getting resistance different here and there. Anyways, yeah, it, it all. has I, to I was not the man for the job, but uh-huh. I tried. I would not be he, either. He could motivate anybody. He asked me to do it, and I said I'd do it unfortunately, now that I'm old and crabby, I, I can say no to anybody. So. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs>
0: but what is the uh, the thing you think you're proudest of that you designed for them?
1: That's a fun mm-hmm. question.
2: I really think it's the ore boat coming through the uh, coming through the lift bridge, you know, mm-hmm. because he let me do it realistically, you know, so I was I you know I looked at a lot of photos and being from Duluth all my life, it was like, cool, I get to recreate this and you know, I got to make things, my colors, you know, so the pier is green, as it should be, old stone, and the, and the oarship coming through is a dark red, as a lot of the oar boats are, and um, I got that to make it look like how I imagined it would look, and it turned out pretty cool. And that was, like, the biggest part of the display originally, so mm-hmm. that, that was a cool thing.
0: I know it's one you're talking about, because, you know, been, and it's a really good one, so... But like yeah. I said, I
2: just want to say, I did not build it and I did not set it up that's all the volunteers (laughs) you designed it though and I think that goes that's that's really saying something hey those people it's hard working out there in the cold I I work outside now and they volunteer for it and so man they they love Christmas I think they love Bentleyville and they love Nathan so they're happy to do it you know and that that's where he's the person he's the alchemist the you know the guy that makes it happen he he can really he can really uh he's a good leader Mm -hmm. so and I am not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you are too. You're a good band leader.
2: Well, I guess those guys followed me for many years, for 25 years. Oh, you're right. Super there D you and know.
1: the Double Chucks, the Voodoo Bears. The Voodoo Bears. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Voodoo
2: Bears, yeah. Yep. Lots I of still fun. have my
1: Tomcat shirt.
2: The Tomcats. Yep, the I'm Tom recording
1: cast. Tommy Retrubo right now. So
2: speaking of Tommy, that was the one thing I was thinking of. You know, when I told back in April, I was at, I'm not going to go gig anymore. Tom Retruva says, yeah, you know, you hung in there the longest, he says. But isn't it true that trying to be, uh, tr- trying to do a-, a band and get gigs and be in bars and be in clubs, that's like the hardest way to do it, to try to express yourself through music, you know. And so, you know, he went to just playing solo with his acoustic and actually his music is a lot. He's a lot better.
1: He's
0: great. He's
2: got he's a great, great voice. Well, because he just does Tommy. You know, he's just nat- and his he's natural just a voice. a
1: great guitar. But also, yeah. though, to hear him play lead guitar in a band. He, yeah. I mean, But that's he did cool that too. like
2: I did for a long time. But he realized before I did it, it's, it's a hard road to hold. Because in Duluth, we're st- we were still only making what I did 25 years ago, which is 100, 100 bucks a night. Mm. And I, it's just not there anymore. As they said in biblical terms, my seed could find no purchase. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're all trying to do music people maybe that aren't maybe not so I interested would, in. I guess that would be my point. Well, no. like, Surfing garage, you know. Surfing garage? That's what we... Surf music and garage music was kind of what I oh, did, okay. you know. The not surf not, surf not so much interest up here. Down in the cities a little bit more, but... There is hmm. interest, but... It wouldn't matter the music I play. It's just I was going to attack it aggressively either way, and you're going to watch me. Know,
1: I love surf. You know. Speaking of surf music, my favorite wedding of all time, Barry's wedding... Was in a greenhouse.
2: On Halloween. On Halloween after. <laughs> Thursday.
1: Oh. And, and it was a Halloween costume party with surf bands.
2: There you go. And Big Surf played. A big Surf from down in the cities. Phil Belknap, who is like the Ted Nugent of surf guitar. And,
1: and Barry's band played too. The Fractals played too. And... Everyone
2: in Halloween costumes. And Phil dressed as a mad scientist with a noodle colander on his head with coils out of it. Me, me and Tina <laughs> came up.
1: We were a fork and, uh, fork and knife, and I made a giant fork with a big piece of meat stuck on the (laughs) fork we were like nine feet tall our costumes were. guys are great (laughs) it was so fun i i never do halloween but if i do it's it has to be all out or i just otherwise i don't want to do it giant greenhouse they cleared everything out all the
2: shelving and it was just open I had the bands i had my mini bikes you could ride the mini bikes through through there (laughs) here's the thing you want to discourage your family from showing up have it on a weeknight and it was the worst weather ever. It was like <laughs> snow it was storm. It was like thirty-five <laughs> degrees, kinda uh, like between snow and rain and like steady thirty-five mile an hour gate. You couldn't see nothing. But people came.
1: It was a blast. Yeah,
2: the fract was played and the band was Big Surf. Big Surf Big I Big shirt.
1: I bought a shirt. Big surf. I bought stupid. a shirt at a wedding. Yeah, it was
2: this like, say we what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that went great. They were great. That, they were great. And I was so great. flattered they wanted to stay at my house and I said That's great. You guys will stay at my house, you know. And what I didn't realize, even though they were a big surf band in the cities and well respected, they were just like us. They weren't getting paid anything at their gigs. They were getting no money or fifty bucks a piece, and they were a fantastic band. That's uh, that's every
1: great band
2: is until
1: you get you you have to really hit a super next level to ever have representation yeah and and and, hey here's my contract
2: this is where i'm gonna get paid it's just word of mouth but the cool thing was having the band stay in my house you know Mm -hmm. and then on
1: your on your honeymoon night yeah (laughs) (laughs) and phil belknap i
2: love that guitar player he's just so awesome you You look him up on facebook that's
1: what's right He, he woke
2: up in my house and the thing he wakes up to is He's he's in our our bed and my dog is on his chest looking his face. He's not a dark person, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, it was it was really fun. It was really fun. But yeah, bad weather. That that was a kind of a way to circumvent my dysfunctional family. Was if I had it on a weeknight in bad weather, none of them showed up. Just my friends. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it sounds like you
0: really did it right. You did do it right. Ten years. It's the best wedding I've ever been to. Oh, thanks, Jason. Hands down.
1: We'll wrap this up with the reason Barry's not playing music or doing art is he is FedExing it. I'm a courier for FedEx Express. He's got the Mm -hmm. outfit, and they're, they're working him to death. Yeah. Oh, it's You know what it is? It's, it's about
2: lifestyle change, you know? Because for you know the last 20 years, I sat at a computer and worked in Designed. Oh, uh-huh. And, uh, well, the technology's getting ahead of me, but I starting to get out of shape and everything and also getting antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> you do work with some really cool and, people. And it was really the pandemic that forced that along. was that, well, okay, so then that made the graphic design work dry up so I didn't have any income. So I took this job... And, of course, now I took it when it was everybody started ordering online. So the volume of business not only was it a totally different job, but it's just super, super busy. But it's been good because I really like the people I work with. That's the number one thing. But you have this little social contract with people where you talk to them and they're happy to see you every day. And you see the same people every day. You get little relationships with people. It's a lot healthier than sitting at the computer and grinding away and then being mad at the people that want you to do changes to things that you don't think are important. <laughs> you know, we, we, there's too much work up there to scuttle about to have make enemies or anything, you know. I, I met a whole bunch of different people and it, it, it's good. It's hard. I'm, it's hard work, tired, but I, I I like the people I work with. Hi Kyle. Oh, yeah, he's a musician too up oh, there. So, okay. there's
1: some and then uh the rapper uh Jay's,
2: Jay's, Jay's. Jays. He went to Ground, FedEx Ground. He went to Ground? Ground. Yeah, but I still see him, you know. Well, (laughs) Express is overnight, and Ground is, it'll get there anytime. Oh, So so you're
1: saying rappers are slow? Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was
2: that you know, that was another thing that happened because of working at FedEx was Jay's was a rapper, which is something I don't know anything about. And I, I said, Well, if you're into music, you can open up for my band, my the surf garage band. And they did, and it turned into one of the most interesting shows that we had. Yeah, uh-huh. we did that. Yeah. That's funny. And a totally different crowd came and some people stayed, some people left. Same thing with my fans. It was uh, it was a
1: healthy thing. You have that one song. What's the song? The line. What is it? Pumping the subs or what? Is, what is it? Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> flipping the bird.
2: Yeah, and flipping the bird is about how when Linkin Park and those bands were getting hot, how much they hated my band when we played those venues. And, uh, <laughs> and I used to say they were hipping and hopping and pumping the subs, and they f- were flipping us the bird. Well, suddenly we were, we were in that situation, and they were with Jay's and his friends. They were okay with it, you know. It was like, "That's
0: really fun. Oh, good." <laughs> Have you two ever performed together? A few hmm. times. Yeah. I think like in, I just in the
1: same band or sit in? Well, oh, I, I think just been a sit in
2: thing. Okay, yeah. Jason's into a different bag, oh. but not so much. <laughs> not so much. It's just because he's busy. You're always busy doing your thing, and I was busy doing mine. That's really it. Was it was a time thing, totally. Oh, yeah. It's
1: just, yeah, it totally was just a time thing. Yeah, I play bass for anybody. I started as a, yeah, bass player. Barry started as a bass player. That's I can great. just fit in with anybody, like you, an old shoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the time you sat in with the jure de jure here. Yeah, that- and I
2: just saw uh, Joel, the drummer Joel. Yeah, I love who's him. really who's still active out there. I yep. just saw him at uh, the pig in there. Yep. Yeah, he was drumming and great singer. He's such a great singer. And he- I he let me fill in for their bass player. And you wouldn't have thought that I was filling in, you know, that guy's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was originally the drummer for Mom and Molly and the Haymakers, Haymakers. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And To end this because we play, even though I've retired, I still do one gig a year and that's this free music festival on private property, Baystock. Base stock, you did it this Um, year? Big giant camp out, great bands. Yeah. A lot of people go. And the double trucks reunite for that every year. And we play just one Baby Eyes
1: did it this year and they were Heidi, the singer of Baby Eyes was in one of the earliest podcasts.
0: Yeah, she was on the first the one. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they they were at baseball. To Act get people up
2: to speed. It's like an old time camp out rock festival with bands for three days. It's on private property. So unless you've been to the party before you can't come, sorry. But the music <laughs> is great. They have a full <laughs> sound stage in the middle of the woods with generators out there running. Which broke this year apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well just a few were you times. there. You were, I was there. And you played I was, I was there. And we played in the afternoon and there's bands around and you can camp out there. It's This is like a hippie dream, this thing, you know. Anyways, (laughs) so this year, (laughs) this year we played and we got the nice slot. The played? Double Chuck. So me, Darren Wallace, and Chuck Chutton, who I've been playing with for the whole time. Anyways, we're playing, and uh, in the middle of the second song, this sort of wishy-washy girl in a tight black dress gets up there and she's shaking a tambourine. She's like, can I come up and sing? I'm like yeah come on whatever you know this is not van halen jump on in (laughs) (laughs) so i started to think what what are some songs we can do as a duet with just vamping and so i couldn't sleep at all last night dude 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 and uh mule skinner blues and things you can sing along with and uh she did actually got it for the microphone started doing really good and people were going crazy out there and i got done and somebody goes oh Molly got up and saying, "Well, it was Molly from Molly and the Hayman. Oh, shut up! Yeah, I, I I have met her before, but I've met her
1: several times because her... she goes, "I love
2: this band." I'm like, "Great, you know, <laughs> just having fun." Her mom
1: was a like kind of a author, and uh, Tina played this or Tina had a a literary event in in Ashland, and, and... yeah,
2: that's another hot spot of music nobody knows yeah. about is Ashland and. Uh, in the Port Wing area. Yep. And a lot of those bands are the ones that are at that, that bass dug. Yep. Most it's lot of bands of, you would never hear, like Floydian Slip. Floydian Slip. Uh, they used to great play your, band. Very good. Yeah. A lot of, All my bands have played there. Hoodals, Double Chucks, oh, not Fractals. Might have been too hip for JC, but <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, this reminded me of that time you guys played that Fourth of July thing at some, it was the weirdest thing I ever went to. You, you played this party, and it was like people that were really into corn, like like rich corn people had this big party on, like corn farmers. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the band. I was, corn. I was gonna, no, ask yeah, no, no, like yeah. corn farmers, but they threw this giant party, and you played this, and they had the big fireworks show. Oh that? yeah, yeah, it you was, know, and they just like it was like it was the craziest, weirdest thing i've ever seen like in the middle of nowhere out somewhere by ashland like out on like some cabins you guys got a cabin and we all stayed there we, oh yeah and, and and they just kept bringing bottles of wine every time a bottle of wine was done they'd just bring you another one and at the end of the night it's like everyone left and there was like all these tables with full bottles of wine and we just like yeah. grabbed all the wine and went back <laughs> to our yeah we had our uh, own cabin. It was that's the only thing. That Maybe was, it was the line. A, that's the only a thing firework I remember. Show that was like Bayfronts Fireworks Show. Is like these guys are making some money off of corn, Maybe. whatever that was. I don't even know what it was. It was
2: so many of those shows I did. I don't remember anything except for <laughs> I played this part of uh, Wipe Out wrong or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remember. God, I really screwed that up. Well, it's a drum song. I still screwed up the guitar part. <laughs>
1: Well, cheers, cheers, my friend. All it's right. been a great time, and I'm glad we're not telling marketing and keep doing art and yeah. uh, let's find a well, way. Well,
2: to... right now it's a world of cardboard, but... world of cardboard. But like I say, lifestyle change is good for people.
1: It's been fabulous. Yep, it was fun. It was Yay! lovely meeting you. Very perklo. Man. One of my oldest, dearest friends, and the uh, reason we have awesome logo, awesome mural, maybe we could get a photo in front of the mural
0: before you run away. That's a, great da, da, idea. Da. That's a really good idea. All right. All I'll right. See you next month. Yay.